0: Hello, girlfriend, and welcome to this episode of Rise and Grow Post-Separation. A few years back, I had it all. A husband who was first a friend, a house in the burbs for a family to grow in, and Callie our cat, right by my side. But then I heard those words, those words that would change my life forever. You know what I'm talking about. I want a divorce. My name is Sarah Kassa. And I am here to lift you above the fear, anxiety, and loneliness that comes with breakup. Divorce or not, the pain is one, and the pain is real. I've learned so many things along the way, things I want to share with you now. I will share tools, tips, and actions you can take to grow your mind, your body, but more importantly, your heart, to rise into the strong woman within you. Because guess what, if I could do it and get to live the life I have today, you better freaking believe you can. Now let's start, shall we? In the spirit of reconciliation, we acknowledge that we live, work, and play on the traditional territories of the Blackfoot Confederacy, made up of the Sixtica, Pecani, and Guyana nations the Stony Nakoda First Nations, comprised of the Chiniki, Bear Spa, and Wesley First Nations, and the Sutina Nation. Southern Alberta is also home to the Métis Nation of Alberta, Region 3. What a fall we are experiencing, family. I know I'm enjoying it and hope you are too. don't know about you, but one of the things I love about fall, apart from the colors and trees and The slight chill in the air is the slowness after the hectic activities you experience in summer. Which brings me to our first order of business. I have had a series of unforeseen events over this last month (laughs) that I think are demanding I put a bow on the first season of this podcast, of our podcast and take a short break. Makes me to think, is it bad to wrap a season after ye 13 episodes? This is our 13th episode. Am I jinxing this podcast? I sure hope not. But let me tell you really why we're taking a break after this first season. In this break, I hope to do several things. I hope to give myself the space and time to elevate your experience to the next level and work towards publishing basically Rise and Grow's website. Yes, website. What can you expect on this website? In it, you'll not only be able to search through new and previous podcast episodes because they'll all be transcribed, hell yeah, but also get your hands on some freebies that I would like to build with some of the new episodes to come. I have some grand plans coming our way, family. But something else having a website will allow me to do is add some blog features like the backcountry adventures that I did or plan to do and also have ways to basically expand how I serve you using those freebies as an example. So I'm excited. I'm excited to build this website. I'm excited to put a bow on this first season, and really use it as a foundation or platform to be more intentional with the next season and next adventure for us together. So if you're ready, let me use this as a segue into our second order of business, which is today's episode, episode number 13. It starts a month ago. A month ago, I received a text from my tenant, which started with the words, I have some bad news to share. As I read on, my suspicions came true. They were letting me know, basically, that they had to terminate their lease. Why? They and their partner, of more than two years at least, that's how long I knew them for, have decided to separate. Now, of course, having been through a breakup myself, heck, having set up this podcast, I had so many thoughts jump into my mind all at once. One thought was, I sympathized having been there. I'm sure some of you sympathize having been there. Through a breakup of a long-term relationship and the implications it has. The other thing that came to mind was, I knew I had to put my foot where my mouth was and try and support a fellow sister who was going through this pain. However, I also had to maintain a balance. I had to protect my own interests and make sure I protected my own boundaries. And the other thing that came to mind was, well, I had to tell her about this podcast. I would be lying if I did not admit that. I stand behind the goal and mission of this podcast and hope to help as many women as I can have a leg up in their separation. So as soon as I calmed down and could comb through these thoughts that were filling my head, I started to think of the options I had. Now one option could have been to take the two months' pay she was committed to giving me. And by then, my hectic summer plans would be over, and I did not have to bow out of anything. I would then take the time I needed to clean the place, list it, arrange for viewings, go on those viewings, and find the right tenant. That was one option, and that could have been the right option, because it abided by what the contract said they were obliged to do, and that they were respecting. And then there was another option, to basically try and work with the tenant, because as I found out, After a few days, they were able to find a place to move out to anyways within the first month. So again, they were committed to paying the two months, but they were going to be moving out after the first month anyways. So, I don't know about you, but if you could save a month on rent, why not? And I wanted to be that person to make that possible for them, because I believe in paying it forward. I've had some good experiences in my life and I hope to help others how I can and hope in return they help someone else. And so we agreed to work together as much as we can to arrange for showings while she's there, to list it as soon as I can and get someone else coming in, hopefully after the first month. So then I would save them a one-month rent, or at least as much as I could, from a prorated amount. And that was the agreement, and that's what we proceeded to do. Was there something that suffered? Well, I wouldn't say suffered, but then you adjust. And as a result, that is why the last two episodes were a little bit shorter than my usual episodes. And so we made it work. Now, why am I sharing this? Am I tooting my own horn? (laughs) No. (laughs) What is this episode really about? Now, over the course of seeing them touring showings and them vacating, my tenant showed a big improvement in her mood. One of our conversations, I asked how they were doing, and she said, I'm good. I'm over it now. And it made me wonder. Was she really over it? And that's really the subject of this episode. Now, if she was, was it made possible by the fact that she could cut ties and did not have to keep communicating with that ex? You know, as one would to, let's say, sort out a legal separation or sort out selling or buying themselves out of a shared mortgage. Separating is never easy, yeah. But of course, I could see the advantages of renting over owning or co-owning something with your partner. You can even take it to another level. I also see the advantage, a separation like mine, where no kids are involved. Yes, there's a pet, but no kids. Over someone with kids, where the couples have to remain in contact until the children grow to be adults, at least the responsible ones that want to share in their children's responsibilities as they grow older. So there's definitely a hierarchy. Now again, I always advocate no one's journey is identical and there's no set rule. However, it did make me think of how some separations could be made easier through the acceleration of certain steps maybe that's a good way of thinking of it rather than conditioning it to things like children pets owning co-owning maybe it's the speed of those events so here are the three steps that i thought about that when performed sooner than later can bring you closer to well Getting over it. These are my thoughts. So the first one is cutting ties sooner than later. Now, I don't know if my tenant was truly over it. I really, really hope so. Just because I share in this pain, you share in this pain, and we know how separation hurts. But clearly, there must be an advantage to be able to cut ties sooner than later. This can be... Things like communication ties, financial ties, which, reminder, going back to episode two, we talk about all things finance-related and financial tips at break up. So accelerating those cutting of financial and communication ties really can help accelerate getting over it. Why, you ask? Because it allows for the ability to grieve the ability to reflect and grow out of your past relationship. So to go through the motions faster, let's say, if you were able to cut those ties earlier, (laughs) if you were able to implement boundaries earlier. And just think about it. I mean, to receive texts from your ex really keeps all those wounds raw longer than if those texts were to stop just physically not seeing their name on your home screen is a step forward. Now, another step I thought of that could bring you closer to getting over it is leaving behind the space that you share together and that actual process that my tenant was undergoing, which is moving out, moving out to a new space, one where you don't have shared memories You don't visualize the person in that space, in the bedroom, in the living room, in your kitchen. Physically moving to a new space really does help the process of getting over it. I mean, the process of moving out also involves things like clearing your partner's belonging, looking at shared purchases, let's say souvenirs, furniture, I don't know, kitchen things, appliances, and deciding who gets what. The decluttering and dividing, (laughs) lack of a better word, assets, I mean furniture is your asset, anything you bought together is an asset, is really a step forward towards closure. The last step is not so much one that you want to accelerate through, but you want to get to sooner than later. And it's basically elevating your physical and mental health. The sooner you can concentrate, look at yourself and concentrate inwards and basically start loving yourself and elevating your physical and mental health, the sooner you are come out, out of this experience stronger. It's turning up that dial or notch idea once again. You need to do that by working on your physical and mental health because only when you do that do you start demanding more in a relationship in terms of having your needs met, feeling safe and secure, and having not just your needs met but above and beyond. Have someone go above and beyond, have somebody love you for you but also surprise you by loving you so much. More than you can ever have imagined. It goes back to embracing your loneliness and growing step by step into that badass version of yourself. So it doesn't necessarily mean you need to do that to be ready for a relationship. As we always talk and discuss, you don't need somebody. A lot of times, a relationship is not the defining factor here, and you can be. Great, just deciding to stay single. But you need to turn up the notch and demand more, if not from a partner, from your friends, from your relationships. That's what we want to work on. The sooner, the better. Going back to my tenant, oh, how I hoped for them, for their sake, that they truly were over it. But I'm here to tell you, you don't have to be okay. Just because you dated for one month doesn't mean you have to be okay a month later. If you had nothing to share, commitment-wise, if you did accelerate through these steps and you weren't okay three months later, three years later, that is okay. There's no one rule or experience that applies to all. Heck, I know some who are friends with their exes. In my case, here I am. Several years have passed after cutting the ties, living independently, not in one, but two homes, enjoying my time of loneliness, being challenged during my time of loneliness, and really figuring out how to rebuild into the badass I'm telling you you can be. And even after taking all these steps... And being ready to meet someone. And thinking, this is it, now we're over. Years later, I still am embarking on another step to heal. And it's this podcast. I decided to launch this podcast, yes. Again, my mission and goal is to help as many people as I can. Because I know what that pain is like. But I'd be kidding myself. If I don't admit, it's also a way for me to heal. So with the end of episode 13, I hope you found one, two, or hopefully even more episodes that resonated with you or even just entertained you. So no, this is not the end. This is just, as I said, putting a bow in one season to prepare with bigger intentions, bigger things for season two to come. This is not goodbye. This is see you soon. As this podcast takes a break. With that family, I hope to see you soon. Thanks for listening. If you have a girlfriend who is struggling out of a breakup and would benefit from these tools and tips, please share this episode with her. Us women have everything to gain from supporting and lifting one another up. So please don't forget to hit subscribe and check out riseandgrow.ca. It ensures this podcast reaches more listeners to grow our amazing community and ensures you are in the know of the latest offerings. Bye now.